Hey, working mom, I'm Latika, a working mom with four young girls, a career and talent development professional, coach, and author. Ever since I overcame postpartum depression and got back to working my career vision, I have been on a mission to help working moms like you balance life and pursue their career goals or vision. In this podcast, I will share tips and inspiration on work and life balance, career growth, career planning, productivity, self-care, and so much more, including our faith and its importance as working moms. View this as your one-stop shop to lead and grow your career and balance it all as we go through life together. So as you are working around the house, on your lunch break, or during your commute, get ready to laugh, talk back to me, and learn something new to be the boss mom you desire. This is The Latika Vine Show. Hey, working mom. Welcome to another episode of The Latika Vine Show. I'm so excited that you are here. Listen, I was talking to a few of my girlfriends and on various or different days, we all were talking about the same thing. There was a common discussion about our husbands and the lack of their help, their help around the house. Now, I'm sure that you've had the same conversations on the phone, through texts, or maybe through a random conversation in a grocery store with another wife. But one thing is very clear And that is that many of us feel alone in managing our homes. We feel alone. We feel like we are doing everything by ourselves, the cleaning, the cooking, the managing of the kids. And, you know, for our kids who may be going back to school soon, we're trying to get them prepared for back to school, back to school shopping, making sure people are registered for school, uh, all the things you know that has to go into it. There is a list of a thousand tasks that we have to do, not just around the house, but also with our children. And a lot of these things are noticeable. And then there might be other things that may be below the surface that, you know, our husbands may not see, may may not have the eye like we have the eye to see. But the things that are noticeable, like the dishes in the sink or the bathroom is dirty or the laundry needs to be done if you trust your husband to do the laundry, there are so many things that are noticeable that needs to be done. And as the people in our home continue to make the mess, everybody, including ourselves, we can't be the only ones to see what's going on. Is that how you feel? Have you felt that way in the past? Have you heard someone tell you that this was their challenge, their issue? What do you do? Well, before we answer that question, let me answer why they aren't, our husbands are not helping around the house. And it's simply put, they don't know. Yes, you may be screaming at me right now, but they just don't know. They, you know, one of the things that I realized is that a lot of um, men, 
uh, don't have the uh, attention to detail as we do as moms, as wives. Um, so there are things that they just don't see. They don't know uh, because they were not equipped with that attention to detail. If you listen to the previous episode, you know, I shared that we were built to be in the position that we are in. We were built, God equipped us with the skills, with the the talent, with the gifts to be able to be working moms. And he's given us a lot of adjectives. <laughs> we have a lot of the adjectives that you can think of. We're ambitious. We, we are innovative, all of that. And yes, our husbands may have the same adjectives as we do, but in a very different sense. Have you ever read the book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus by Dr. John Gray? If you haven't, definitely check out the book. It's a relationship book sharing how different men and women are with communication and other um, ways, emotionally, physically, whatsoever, just to help us better understand each other. So Dr. Gray wrote this book and there are some company um, uh, tools that you can use, but it's a really good resource for you to check out to understand the difference or why we are so different. You know, when I talk about we are equipped for what we are doing, it's because God honestly equipped us for it. He built us to be working mothers. And if you read that book or any other book, honestly, it just shares that there are things that our husbands just don't know. They just don't know that the dishes are a priority. They don't know that the bathroom does need to be cleaned. They don't know that maybe the linens on all the bits need to be cleaned every two weeks, if that's what you do. They don't know. They just don't know. They also may look at us and say, wow, you're doing a lot of work and don't understand why we're doing a lot of work or why we're frustrated, why we're overwhelmed, because they don't know. And, you know, when you look at videos, movies whatsoever, and you can sit back and think to yourself, like, hey, what if we trade spaces? You know, what if we truly change? And I, I was the, the, the head of the home and I was the husband and you were the wife to see how that worked. It still would be different. Because the way that we do things, the way that we clean, the way that we cook, the way that we discipline our children is going to be completely different from what they do. So it's, it's going to be different because honestly, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. We are from completely, we have different mindsets. We have different personalities. We have, we just have different priorities. We have different wants. We have different needs. We have different ways of communicating. You know, men, they believe that because they were built to support, to provide that they can fix anything and everything. They have a solution for everything. And 
sometimes that's not what we need. That's not our communication uh, language. That's not us. And so the other thing I want you to think about is that God created Eve for Adam. Now, I want us to really go back into Genesis. Like, I'm not going to bring out my Bible right now, but I want you to take some time, go into Genesis and read the first um, chapters of Genesis. And I want you to really understand that when God created the world, he saw, okay, I need someone to manage this. He needed someone to manage it. And so he created Adam. He gave Adam particular jobs. He said, okay, I need you to do X, Y, and Z. I need you to name the animals. I need you to take care of the animals. I need you to take care of the land. He gave him a job because he was built to do that. Adam was built to do this. God created Adam to do that one job or several jobs, I should say. But as Adam was doing this, what did God say? that Adam needed help, that Adam was lonely. And so he laid Adam to sleep, took his rib, part of his rib, and created a woman. So he created a woman, her name is Eve, and here she is to support her husband, help her husband, to guide him. Now, we're not gonna get into, you know, the serpent and and how Eve um, ate from the tree of knowledge of good and bad and she wasn't and and we're not going to go there. But the point here is that God saw that Adam needed help. Adam needed help. And if Adam needed help, God created a woman to do it. What do you think you and I are here for? We are here to, to help our husbands. We are here to be that eye for our husbands. We are here to guide our husbands. We are here to support our husbands. We are here to say, hey, husband, X, Y, and Z. So if we know that God created Eve for Adam. He created a woman for a man to help. Remember, Eve, she is here. She was here. She was created to help Adam. And now you also have this book by Dr. John Gray that says um, that men are from Mars and women from Venus. So all in all, what it's saying is that one, our husbands don't know that we need them to do certain things around the house. Why? Because when God created Adam, he saw one, Adam was lonely, but two, that Adam needed help. It wasn't the other way around that Eve needed help. And that's why Adam was created. No, Adam was created, had a job. God saw he was lonely and needed help. That's why he created Eve. And so you as the wife, you as the wife, 
your job is to help your husband, direct your husband to the things that need to be done around the house. Yes, we have to help our husbands. We have to direct our husbands. We have to guide our husbands to what we need for them to do around the house. Now, how do you do this? What do you do? The first thing you have to do is go to God in prayer and ask for discernment. You have to have discernment in what to say, when to say, how to say to your husband what you need. And so when you are going to God, I strongly encourage you to have a journal, have a piece of paper, have something where you can write down all that God is telling you to have in this conversation, you know, what you should say during the conversation. I also encourage you to write down all the things that need to be done. Yes, write down all the things that need to be done and break this list down in a priority, a high priority or a low priority order. What are some of the things that your husband can do and really look at his strengths? Can, even though this is a high priority for the family, is it his strength? I I look at myself, you know, my husband's strength may not be cleaning, <laughs> may not be cleaning the bathroom. So I'm not going to say, can you clean the bathroom? Because that's not his strength. But one of his strengths is vacuuming the floor. So I can go say, honey, can you go vacuum the family room, the living room, and the dining room, and your office? Oh, and also, can you get the walkway from the garage into the kitchen? You see what I did there? I know that he does, he vacuums really well. And I was very specific in what I needed for him to vacuum. I'm not going to just say, hey, can you vacuum the first floor? I'm going to say, hey, can you vacuum the family room, the office, the, the walkway, the living room, the dining room? I'm going to be very specific in what I ask him to do so that he's clear on what he has to do. And I'm clear the expectation of the office, the family room, the living room, the dining room, and the walkway area from the garage to the kitchen is going to be vacuumed. <laughs> but do you get what I'm saying here? is that you have to really understand what is it that your husband is good at and play those strengths. Play those strengths. But you also have to understand that he does not know what you do around the house. He may see you working. He may see you getting up every day and cleaning the bathroom and doing a load of laundry every day and mopping the floor. Yeah, he sees it, but he doesn't know that this is something that needs to be done. And I know you're probably looking at your phone or your computer, like what in the world are you talking about, Latika? But I'm serious. Our husbands just don't know that it's important for us to keep a home clean. Our husbands don't know that it's important for us to keep our kitchens clean. 
Our husbands don't know that it's important to us to keep our bathrooms clean. Our husbands don't know that it's important for us to have clean linens every week or every two weeks or every month, which, whichever you do. But the point is our husbands don't know what is important to us unless we communicate that to them. We have to communicate to them what exactly we need, what's important, what is our priority. If it's not your husband's strength to go register your child for elementary school, middle school, high school, don't give him that task. But if your husband's strength is he, you know, is a, a, a he's on time, like time management is his strength, then, hey, can you pick up the kids from school? Can you drop the kids off at the bus stop? Like play his strengths, play his strengths. Let him know, hey, I know this is your strength. So I'm going to ask you if you can do this. This is a, a, a priority for me. This is important for me. So can I? can we work together to do this? But again, you have to, before anything, Go to God in prayer, ask for that discernment so that he can give you the words and how to say those words to your husband. Because the last thing we need is for you to go to your husband and it's not the outcome that you deserve or need. <laughs> we need to make sure that the outcome of these conversations are what we desire. But we first need to make sure that we go to God in prayer and we ask for that discernment. Ask for what is it that you want me to say, God? Ask him for that wisdom. What should I not say, God? Ask him for that wisdom. And then also don't forget that when you're also praying to God, that you ask God to open your husband's heart to be receptive to what you're going to say to him. And you can also say, God, I need you to give him this nudge. Give him this nudge. Open his heart. Let him see. God, open his eyes to see. You go to God and you pray that. You pray, you fast, you go to God. And if you have a sister friend who can pray with you, who can encourage you, you go to her and both of you pray. You pray for each other so that you can have what you need. You can have the help. You can be the helper to your husband. You can support your husband. Remember, your marriage is a partnership. It is a partnership. Your marriage is a partnership. And so in order for a partnership to work, you have to be sure that both parties involved are under the same agreement. Meaning you have to communicate what you need and what you don't need. You have to communicate, I need this solution. I need this support. You have to communicate. This is a lifelong partnership. Lifelong partnership. And in order for this lifelong partnership 
to work for you not to become bitter, for you not to become resentful, for you not to be upset every single time he walks in the door or he steps over clothes in the bathroom. You have to let him know because he does not know. And I also want to tell you, working mom, that you will have to repeat yourself. I know, I know, I know. You will have to repeat yourself. You will. I know you don't want to hear it. I know you don't want to repeat yourself because you're probably thinking like, I got to repeat myself to my kids. Why do I have to repeat myself to a grown man? But remember, how many times does God have to tell you something over and over and over again for you to eventually do it or for you to eventually get it? How many times do you have to do something to perfect it? How many times do you or have you read one scripture, but you got something new out of that one scripture? You see where I'm going here? Again, you are in a partnership with your husband. Yes, it may feel like you have to repeat yourself over and over and over and over again, but I'm telling you, when you go to God in prayer, when you ask for that discernment, when you ask God to open your husband's heart, you may have to say something twice, three times, but I'm telling you this, that when you involve God, when you have God in the midst of it, when you have God in the midst of it, you will less likely have to repeat yourself than if you did not go to God first. So I want you to go ahead, give it a try. Give it a try. Go to God in prayer. Ask for that discernment. And understand that our husbands just don't know, but we have to show up and communicate. We have to communicate. We have to let them know what we need, what we're expecting, what we're feeling. We have to communicate. And again, by going to God in prayer first. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this day of life that you have given us. Thank you for every working mom that is listening to this podcast episode, God. I'm asking that for those of us who may be struggling right now with trying to really manage everything that we have, and we're just, we're stretched past capacity to do it all. God, I'm asking that you touch us, that we become in agreement with you, and that you give us the words, the wisdom of what we need to say to our husbands, for our husbands to help us around the house, for our husbands to help us managing the kids, for our, help, our husbands helping us, period, with whatever it is that we need to do, at the same time, us being that helper to them. God, give us your discernment. Give us your wisdom in this moment. Allow us to see exactly what it is that you have for us to see and give us your spirit 
Give us your Holy Spirit so that we can be the helper to our husband and our husband can be the same to us around the house, God. You know what each working mom is in need of in this moment, God. I'm asking that you supply her need, that you give her the comfort and the peace and the understanding and the strength she needs in this moment to do what it is that you have built her for, what you have equipped her for, what you have called her for in this time, God. Be with her. Bless her, God. Watch over her. Protect her, God. Give her your strength, God. Give her your peace that surpasses all understanding, God. Be with each and every single marriage that is under the sound of my voice, God. Allow us to, to be loving towards each other, to be more loving towards each other, to be more understanding towards each other, God. I'm asking for all of this to be done in your will, God. And I ask in your son Jesus' name that it is done. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for joining today's show. It is my hope that you gained at least one tangible tip to help you balance life and grow in your career. I get it. Trust me, being a working mom has its hard moments, but it is possible for you to lead and grow your career and balance life. And in this show, we will continue to talk about it. But before you go, don't forget to check out the show notes for all the highlights, links, and anything else that was mentioned during today's show, because those tips are going to help you make sure that you can balance life and lead and grow your career. Well, until next time, stay well, remember that you are enough and that God has you covered. See you next time.